title of this is Walking in the Supernatural Power of God. So, Father, in Jesus' name, I'm asking Holy Spirit to come and fill this atmosphere with yourself and angels. I release you, Holy Spirit, to do what you want. Minister to each one as I'm speaking. Help me speak your words and open hearts to hear your heart. So I heard this, so I went ahead and wrote it down. Church, you're in a never-before time with me. In a season of uncertainty, I am certain. In a time of being anxious, I am peace. In a place of discouragement, I am your encouragement. It's not a time to withdraw. It's not a time to withhold. It's a time to be bold and begin to tell others about me. Don't try to hide because I am uncovering each one of you to come into my presence. So come up here so I can show you what takes place after this. So Revelation 4.1 says, After these things I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven, and the first voice which I had heard, like the sound of a trumpet speaking with me, said, Come up here, and I'll show you what must take place after these things. That was to John on the Isle of Patmos. So the title is Walking in the Supernatural Power of God. Do any of you feel like you do that? Sometimes. Well, that's better not, isn't it? This is a huge subject, and it's one I study a lot. It's one I'm most interested in. So I'm going to give you a portion of it today. Do you feel like our world is falling deeper into darkness? If you feel that way, then I bring good news. I pray that when I finish today, you, every single one of you, will be going on a journey with our supernatural and powerful God. And I believe you'll catch this, that we must learn to live our lives in faith no matter what's going on in the world. We serve a living God who declares, if you believe, all things are possible. God has always desired for us to know him intimately. And he wants us to experience him, not just talk about him, not just read the word about him, but to experience him, experience his supernatural and powerful abilities. And the great thing about this is he's ready now. We don't have to wait two weeks or a month or six months or a year or he's ready now because he lives in the now did you know that so faith is now 
He dwells in the dimension of eternity. And eternity is in the spirit realm. And even though God lives in the spirit realm, he still shows up in our natural physical world. What I want for you today is to get a revelation of the power that God has given every one of us to know him better. The source of all revelation comes from Holy Spirit. And, and I, I usually don't say the Holy Spirit. That's the way it's usually written. But, you know, after I've had encounters and encounters with him, he, he's not the Holy Spirit. He's, he has a name. He's my Holy Spirit. But to get revelation from God, you're going to have to see as he sees, hear as he hears, and perceive like he perceives. But here's what we generally do. We search the world over for revelation in how to live in this world. How to get a job, how to go to college, how to this and that and something else. How to live here. But if we stopped and took a breath, we would know this world is not our home. There are a lot of things we have to learn to live here. I'm not saying you don't learn those things. But we're not to live as the world does, but we live in the world. So you and I were created with a supernatural power of God. Do you know that? It's in here, whether you know it or like it or whatever, it's in there. And not just one time in your life does God want you to be supernatural. He wants you to, he wants you to experience some, some way his power every day. We were created with this supernatural power in order to exercise or show dominion in this earth. We need to know that we live in a natural realm. I may call it natural, I may call it physical, same thing. This natural realm is governed by laws of time, space, and matter. And I don't know why I'm going to tell you this, it's not in there, but do you know that all matter has memory? Your kitchen table has memory. The walls in your house have memory. That's just a little tidbit I gave you. So um, we are in a dimension that we can only access through our physical senses of see, hear, taste, touch, and smell. But the supernatural realm is a dimension that operates above our natural laws. So it is the spirit realm that's permanent, invisible, and eternal. And the only way we can access the spirit realm is by using our faith. Today, God wants you to know that he has more than what you've experienced. He has much, much more even than salvation. Salvation is the threshold of God. My mouth always gets dry.
but salvation is just the first step on our journey. Are you all saved? Okay. So you've got the first part. Salvation is wonderful, and we all need that, but it is just walking over the threshold, and in front of you lies the most magnificent, most loving, most captivating level of life one could even imagine. Supernatural power of God is explosive, dynamic ability of God to do anything. We as a people seem to distrust things that are unseen, unmanageable, and not measurable. But the Bible, the Word of God, teaches us to be aware of the spiritual world. Colossians 3, verse 2 and 3, said, Set your mind on the things above, not on the things of the earth, for you have died, and your life is hidden in Christ, with Christ in God. There's an important relationship between the spiritual and the physical. The spiritual is far above our world, and we can't understand it with our finite minds. But what we don't understand is the things that we see. Every day we see things. The things we see, the things we manage, and the things we try to measure, even yourself. Do you try to measure up to someone else? Just be who you are. These were created in the spiritual realm. You know, we look around and, and we think these chairs just popped up, and they didn't. All, all that you can see right now was created in the spiritual realm. So, you know what, it would be good if we'd begin to train our spiritual senses because you have spiritual senses the same as you have physical. See, hear, taste, touch, and smell in the spirit world. Hebrews 11.3 says, By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things that which are seen were not made of things that are visible. And then 2 Corinthians 4.18, While we look not at the things which are seen, but we look at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are unseen are eternal. And now that I've introduced you to the power that awaits you, I'm going to tell you a little bit of my story. <clears throat> Since I was baptized in the Holy Spirit, I've hungered to know God. And that was many years ago, and I'm still hungry. So please, if you don't hear anything else today, hear this. You, you, every one of you, you can access the spiritual realm and be taught word to word by God. I know you can because I did. I do. If you think encounters are a gift from God or even a special anointing like, oh, Pastor Virginia, she... 
she's seen heaven and all that. You know, I, I'm just a believer. And every believer can access it. So you need to know what the Bible says. Every person who seeks God can enter the spirit realm. Now, it won't be the same for everybody. You know, if we all saw heaven and we saw the garden, we probably wouldn't see the same thing. But that's all right. God, God makes us unique. And when you, when you access his realm, you may see things that others don't see. God is no respecter of persons. So a gift from God is like something you cannot do yourself. But, you know, you can learn to access the spirit realm. So it's not a gift. It's available because you're a believer in God, in Jesus. So I began journaling in 1984, a little while ago. And I'm still doing it. How many of you journal? Oh, goodness. I, I, I wish I had seen every hand. <clears throat> you know, you have to be hungry for God. And then you need to write, write down things that he tells you. So get you a journal and tell God how wonderful he is, how marvelous he is, how much you love him, and, do it, and write that down. I'm not saying say it. I'm saying write it down. And by the time you get through loving on him for a while, then you'll change your atmosphere where you are, and you can, you can then <clears throat> begin to ask a question. And I'm going to tell you, absolutely, God will answer you. He'll amaze you. And when that happens, it'll do something for you that you didn't know was possible. So... <clears throat> This has been a key for me to understand God more. <clears throat> and it opened me up to God in a marvelous way. So I tell him how much he means to me, how I love him, <clears throat> and how I want to please him. I write it down. You know, the Holy Spirit does anoint some people to do certain things. And he does give the gifts. He gives gifts to man, yes. If you want them, you get them. But accessing the spirit realm, having encounters with God, does not fit in that category. And you may think, you know, this is crazy. She's saying you can learn to access the spirit, the spiritual world. So, <clears throat> I tell you what happened to me. I, I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, and it changed everything. And 
I got so hungry for God, I began to journal. And then, you know, when you start doing it, you'll think, oh, my, I think I thought that up. Or or you'll think, well, the devil's trying to talk to me. Or you'll just, you just have to believe it's God and write it down. Because he started telling me things about how wonderful I am, and I, I didn't want to write it down, you know. But but he, he created all of us, so of course he loves us. Um, if you had told me that God would talk to me and answer me, I would have thought not, but he did. And I never dreamed in my wildest imagination that God would show up in my prayer time, but he did. In my first encounter with him, we just talked. And when you're in the spirit realm, you know, you know his thoughts. Um, I had had many encounters for I realized that I'm a very inquisitive person and I ask a lot of questions and um, I was asking him questions he was answering and I realized that we don't talk he just reads my thoughts and I can read his so um, At that time, that just seemed normal. I didn't think anything about it. And then the encounter was over. And I had no words for what just happened. I never even asked him about heaven or space or time or outer space or seeing God on the throne or other places in heaven. I did not even know this was possible. What happened was this. I was so hungry to know him and understand him and live for him. That became my daily prayer. And then he just showed up. And for the next 12 months, it happened over and over and over. He may come to you as you read the Bible. And he'll make it real. He may come to you with a chariot. He did for me. He may come to you by the river of God that flows from the throne of God. He may show you the throne room. He may let you stand on the crystal sea. He may show you the garden. But every time, you'll learn something about God. He may show you different countries in the world and ask you to pray for them. He isn't just taking you places for the fun of it. He usually assigns something for you to do when you return. The secret to this is, if there's a secret, having time Every day with God 
You know, you set appointments with all kinds of people. You need to make an appointment with God, whether it's morning, noon, evening, whatever's best for you, whatever works in your life, make an appointment and be there. You know, you make the other appointments. You don't want to stand God up. I had many encounters, and I still do, but they're not as intense as the first few months, probably because I I knew it would happen. And when it first happened, I, I, I couldn't figure it out, and I wasn't telling anybody about it either. Looking into the spirit realm, or look into the spirit realm. Come and have time with God. Journal. Listen. Wait. And then look into the spirit realm. You can close your eyes or just look. And ask God to show you something. And you may have to do that over and over and over for a while till he knows you really are serious. And then he'll show you something. When you hear that God wants a relationship with you, please believe it. He delights in showing us things, telling us things, and he listens to every request. He loves us. In Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, God tells us that his ways are not our ways, and his thoughts are not our thoughts. His are higher ways and higher thoughts. And just so you know, you can have encounters with God. I'm going to read another one. So I was telling the Holy Spirit how much I loved him, and I I was writing all these things down and asking him to come. And I hear this. Here comes your chariot. I said, how can a chariot land in the basement? He said, easy. I step into the chariot. It's white with pearl trim on it and gold bands. And the bar that holds me in is gold. And three angels are moving it. They have white flowing robes. And the angel in front has wings. You know, not all angels have wings. As we travel up, we leave a track of fire. And I say, what causes the fire? He said, our speed. And the fire seems to leave a track mark of where we were on earth, and now we're in the heavenlies. Do you need to mark our path to get back? I mean, I'm full of questions. No, we just, we just let our enemies know that we've burst and went through there and have gone through their domain, and there's nothing they can do about it. That would be second heaven. We're past that now. Do you feel peace now? Oh, yes, I said, yes. The Father rests in the heavens, and his peace from his rest fills the galaxy. We stop at the stairway. I had not seen it before. He goes on forever and seems upward, and it seems forever downward. These stairs are God's ladder that sits on earth and reaches to his throne. 
call it stairs or call it a ladder, it's a portal with transportation. I said, do you always come through this portal? No, I have many portals. You can access the ladder or the stairs from any portal. You access it after you leave the, after leaving Earth's soil. And I think what that means is you got to think on the things of God and not on what's going on in your life or in, in your world. So you have to, you're not going to access it until you get that behind you. And that isn't easy to do, I know. He said, no, I have many portals. You can access the ladder or the stairs. So where are we, I said. He said, in the heavens. I said, do you know where, or is it just a galaxy you know, or do you know where we are? Can you believe I asked him these questions? I mean, it was just so normal because he was like a good friend. It was Holy Spirit. He said, oh, believe me, as you know the earth, the states, the nations, the rivers, seas, oceans, and mountains, I know the heavenlies. Well, I said, it all looks alike up here. How can you know? He said, I listen to the sounds. I watch for the mist, the fog. I smell the different fragrances. I touch the space in front of me. I speak to the heavenlies and it responds to me. See the faint light above your head? Well, yes, I see it now. Well, watch as it gets brighter. I'm letting you walk the rest of the way. I said, how can I walk that far? He said, you're not on earth, limited to your earth suit. Walk and look up as you do. Well, I, I came to enjoy this ladder. Every step is doing something in me. My inside shake and twirl. What is it? Oh, my. All the angels are gone, and so is the chariot, and so is the fire. I look down, but the billowing mist keeps me from seeing very far. I look up, and the light is now bright. Every step must be important. I know I don't want to skip a step. I'm being rearranged inside me, and it feels so strange. I look at me and I look normal, but I don't feel normal. New desires are filling my being. God's word is, oh my, and the angels are here now, writing God's word on my heart. He has a pen like three feet long, and he's writing the word like sentence after sentence on my heart. Now I feel heavy with all this word in my heart, and he zips it up and seals it. Now he set my heart on fire. He takes a piece of fire and touches my heart, and it's like a bonfire. This fire is cleansing, healing, branding the word into my heart. It, it no longer is written on it. It's branded by fire in my heart. I said, did I come today just for this? He said, yes. And do you like it? I said, oh, yes, I feel heavy with the word. Oh, I get it. I'm pregnant with the word. I'm, I'm going to birth these things that I received. Some will come daily and some monthly and some seasonal or yearly. But what, what has been deposited today is like many, many children. Much word and much promise. The promise moved today from the page into my heart. 
even to my womb. Wow, God, I said, I'm heavy with anointing. All that word is coated over, and it's made with anointing and is heavy. He said, you'll feel the heaviness as you worship and praise, as you preach and teach, and as you pray. It will let you know you're now different. My word from your womb, from the depths of your heart, will now tumble out and pour out unhindered. Your prophetic anointing has been lifted by much, by many levels. You'll surprise and amaze yourself. Here's your chariot. Step on and come back soon. I have much to show you and much to tell you. I stepped into the chariot. I barely heard the gold bar click. And I was home again. How great you are, God. We have been endued with power, just like the disciples that were in the upper room. They were waiting for Holy Spirit to come. This is the anointing of the Holy Spirit that will never leave you. Do you think he clothed us with righteousness and his own power to go through our daily life and go to heaven when we're old? I'm not old. No. He plans for us to know what we've been given and use it to do the things that Jesus did while he was here. One more encounter. In my prayer time, I hear this. Daughter, as you ask for a fresh baptism every day, you've not really known or understood how much power and anointing is being poured out into you and also how much flesh is being driven out. There is so much activity. No, sorry. Daughter, take my hand and hold tight. Here we go. Through the roof, the sky, the clouds, past the clouds into space. Now I'm going to tell you something. You can fly. You know that song that said, Some glad morning when my life is through, I'll fly away. I guarantee you, you will. I mean, I did a lot of flying, and I, I couldn't understand it, but I loved it. Once I had a hold of an eagle. I was just hanging on to his head. The eagle represents the prophetic, by the way. Usually the Holy Spirit went with me, or I went with him, and I would take his hand. But then he got to where he just turned loose in my hand, and we just... I'd, I'd kind of do flip-flops and, and think, you know, Lord, Lord, this is plumb fun. So you will fly. We have been endued with the same power Jesus had. I see angels flying around as though they're on assignment. There's so much activity in space. I see lights like lightning and glimpses of creatures. I am, not, I am not the angel's assignment because they hardly look my way. They seem to be focused on a major assignment. We pass an entire host of them gathered together, and they are an angelic choir. They are singing about the lamb that was slain, about salvation because of him. It's the most beautiful sound and song. They're not singing in, e in English, but I understood it as if they were. 
they separate so we can pass through the center of them and I feel such anointing from them filling me. It's like the praises go into me. And now I see these musical notes again, and I have many times when I would see notes. And the first time was God said, hop on this note. And I thought, you know, well, hop on that note. <laughs> well, I did. And then he told me all about the notes. You know, nothing is ever destroyed with God. So when we open our mouth and sing, notes come out. And sometimes they'll just fill, fill the space all around where he is. Okay. The notes travel around in space and fill it with praise. And as we continue, we, le we leave the heavenly host, but I still see notes all over space. I don't understand these notes but I know I will sometime, if not now. Now the stairway's coming into view, and it's all lighted and beautiful. But why can't everyone see the stairway, Lord? He says they're not looking for it. They're looking for the darkness because they love it better than the light. Does it have no light when it touches earth? Oh, yes. But you have to look for it, search for it, with all your heart, then you can see it. I get on the stairs and I feel like electrical current coming from it and it goes into me and I sit down and I hang my legs between steps and I hold on to a step with my arms and hands. What is this, Lord? It's making me weak. It's my anointing. I have more anointing than you've ever known or heard about. What is this one, Lord? It's the power anointing. What is the power to do? You're to use it. And the more you use it, the more it flows and the stronger it gets. And the power grows as it's used. And every time you use it, you enlarge your capacity for more. See how he's always teaching me? It magnifies with use. It is the healing, miracle-working, supernatural power of Holy Spirit. See him? He sits above you right now, letting forth and giving freely his power to you. He just touches my stairway, and power goes from earth to heaven and heaven to earth. There's enough power here right now to explode the universe, but Holy Spirit contains it and gives it to those who pursue him, who want his power to use for good. It's like I'm glued to this spot with my legs dangling and my arms holding a step as if I'm embracing it. And I hear, lay your head on the step and feel the vibrations pulsing into your brain, changing mindsets, healing, washing, and filling you. There's so much peace here. I want to stay. Okay. Angels are bathing my feet with something. I smell the fragrance, and it smells delightful. The Lord says it's the anointing oil for places I'll walk on earth. They rub my feet like they're rubbing the oil in. Why my feet, Lord? To anoint your walk, your life, and your ministry. Now they take my hands, and they're doing the same with them. 
Because in the natural, our hands and feet are dry, the anointing oil breaks through the natural dryness and lets the oil go inside. He said, buy an anointing oil and anoint your hands and feel every day in it as it's being done for you right now. As you do this, it'll bring this experience back to you and you can enjoy it all over again. You are seated in heavenly places, daughter, far above all power, might, and dominion, high in the heavens with me. The angels pull me to my feet, and I'm too weak to stand. They carry me home and leave me in my room, and they wave to me as they leave. I, I just can't begin to tell you how awesome God is and how he wants every one of us to access heaven. You can access, you know, I've been to London. One time he took me to Iraq, and, and uh, he said, get off. And um, I really, you know, it was when we were in war, and um, I didn't necessarily want to get off, but he said, um, you go down these stairs. So I went down these stairs, and every time I went down them, uh, they, they lit up. And God said, my word is a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. I said, oh, okay. So I went into this room, and there were men in tannish brown colored uniforms all over the place. And I went to the front of that room and started preaching Jesus. And Jesus walked into the room. He finished it. And I went back upstairs. That wasn't even in my notes. But that one rings rings true in me. Now, I want you to know that while I'm having these encounters, I wrote down every one, sitting in my basement or in my upstairs, I wrote down every one of them as they happened. And for a long time, I thought, Lord, have, have I gone off the deep end or what in the world is going on? Now I've read all kinds of books about your spirit travels everywhere. It's everywhere. But I stayed at home in my room writing down these encounters. I had no idea it was possible. So it took me a while to tell my husband and pastors Eric and Shelley. I mean, I wasn't telling anybody about what was going on. But now I know that I was at home with my journal writing all these things as they happened and my spirit went lots of places. But it was as real as I am real to you standing here right now. God wants us to access the spirit realm. When you get there, he'll show you how to pray that you didn't even know was possible. He'll He'll show you what you're fighting against, what we need for our nation. 
for our state and our city and our church and our family and how to bring them in or how to be quiet so they can come in. So I'm writing a book with all these encounters in it. And Pastor Eric says um, he'll make copies of these to, to, or anybody that wants one. So I'm going to close with Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who by the power that is at work within us is able to do super abundantly beyond all we ask or think. And there's one place it says, or you can even imagine, according to the power that works inside us. I'm not special. I'm just a believer. If you believe, all things are possible. You can experience experience God in so many ways. It, you know, I I, I saw my brother, and I saw my mother. So will you do this for me? Will you get hungry? That's all you have to do is get hungry for God, and he'll do the rest.